Welcome to The Vine Time with Melanie Boldick. Today's guest is publisher Emily Harridan of Portland City Lifestyle. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for I'm having me. I'm excited to have you because I've been waiting to hear all about this new magazine. Yes. yes. Fun times. Good stuff. Portland really direly needs something like this. So, so tell me all about it. Well, um, Portland City Lifestyle is the first of its kind in in Maine, really, um, and in the Portland area. I'm really excited to have had the opportunity to take this on. Um, I discovered this opportunity uh, back just about a year ago now, this time of year, last year. And um, kind of like what you just said, I said, man, I really think that Portland could use um a media outlet such as this one. Um, I've been involved in different types of media, television, radio, um, off and on over the past two decades and really, you know, saw that this is sort of a niche that could be filled um, and that I could probably do this and um, enjoy it and really bring value to the Portland area through it. So um, it is a franchise. I'm the first to bring it to Maine. Um, and we get direct mailed to the most affluent homeowners in Portland on a monthly basis. And the response has been really great so far. I'm really excited about it. It's been, it's been really fun. I used to work for the Phoenix many years ago and the Phoenix kind of filled that niche where it was like, it was like the go-to everybody. And this is very different, but similar right. in a way where it's like an anchor, you know, you know the Phoenix was an anchor for so long. Yeah, and, Phoenix is great. You know, everybody advertised with them. It's where everybody went for entertainment and news and all these things. And, mm -hmm. and we, we have other things, you know, the bollard or whatever, if it's not the same, you know, that type of thing. And what you do is slightly different because it's more elevated in the sense that it's not a free mag, but it's something that's mailed to people and that's a coffee tale of a book, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, you, you mentioned some other really great publications in the area and, you know, I, they're, they're amazing. I think there's, I have a very abundant mentality about this whole thing. I think that um, there's room for all of us. And Absolutely. yeah, what I'm doing is just slightly different, but every every player is um, a great one. And I read all those publications. I love all those publications. Um, right. So, you know, it's it's just, um, just filling a little bit of a different um, need or, or want for people, I think. And yeah, it's it's also a full color, luxury beautiful magazine that hopefully people would be proud to share and go back to and have on their coffee tables so yeah so the the aesthetic too is something that I was really drawn to and excited to share with others as well and it speaks to a new Portland too because Portland has evolved so much since all the time that we've been here I've been here for oh absolutely years. yeah so it speaks absolutely. to a new Portland and, and Portland has evolved and changed into this big city so it, it's, mm -hmm. it's very city style, which is great. And uh, when did this, when did the first one start? The first, um, the first magazine or, or mine? Your, yours. So, oh, my, so we, so Portland City Lifestyle launched in May of this right. year. So May right. of 2023. Mm -hmm. So we just um, dropped our November issue. Um, so I think that's eight if my <laughs> my math is correct. Seven or eight. Um, so yeah, so it's been, it's been really fun. And people can access it online too. They can. So if they go to citylifestyle.com slash 
uh, Portland ME, so city lifestyle, but if, if it's kind of, you know, it's all Google powered. And um, if you go to, if you're in the area and you go to Portland city lifestyle, you search Portland city lifestyle, it'll come up. Or if you just go to citylifestyle.com, it will probably most likely redirect you to. And so are you from here? I'm, I'm um, originally from Augusta. Um, Yep. Originally from Augusta, but I've been in Portland um, for almost 23 years now. And so this is home to me. Um, And I actually, I feel like, you know, maybe we should mention right now, as we're recording this, um, we're coming up on 48 hours um, of, you know, having been going through the most horrible thing any of us Mainers um, could really wrap our brains around or imagine. And, you know, Lewiston, I grew up, I just said I grew up in Augusta. Um, Lewiston was like a second home to me, 40, 40-ish minutes away, 45 minutes away from Portland. So it's always been a place that I have gone to, visited. Um, I have many friends in the area. Luckily, they're all safe, um, but they all know somebody who, you know, has been impacted. And it's just beyond heart-wrenching and, um, you know, being a Mainer and being somebody who is lucky enough to call Maine home and has always felt that sense of security that has absolutely been shaken, I think for all of us. And, um, you know, as, as, as we're talking, they still haven't found the, the assailant and um, it's very nerve wracking. So I just, I just wanted to mention that and, you know, send love on behalf of everyone affiliated with Portland city lifestyle Um, And I know I can speak for my advertisers as well that, you know, we're all just sending love and light and so much hope and healing to To all the first responders, to all the people in the hospitals, to all the, you know, police officers who've come here from different states. You know, I've had people from all over the world. My ex-mother-in-law was on the phone calling my son freaking out, you know, because this is a worldwide event. You know, the world is looking at us right now. And it, it's a very unfortunate situation. I grew up in Auburn. So oh, I, you did? I, yeah, I grew up in Auburn. I'm from, and my mom lives there. And she lives in, she's lucky. She wow. lives in an old mill on the fourth floor in a brick building. So she's very safe. Uh, we were joking that she's the safest person in Auburn right now. But Probably, um, yeah. So that's know, really them, hitting home for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I had friends who were trapped in their houses. And they were, they were crawling on the floor with the lights off. Terrified oh. the night this happened. And I literally just looked on Facebook. And my guesties or somebody I knew wrote something like this. I thought this was a rumor, but it's not. And then I was like, oh, my God, I have to call my mom. Yeah. You know? And at that stage, I said to her, look, I can't come get you. And she was really scared. And I said, but you need to stay in your apartment. That's the most important thing. If you stay in your apartment, you'll be safe. And I can come get right. you whenever this boils over. And now that it's over, she's like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> she's right. like, it's all good. You know, I mean, it's not over yet because they, he's still at large. But I personally think he's in the woods. I don't think yeah yeah I think I know there's so much yet to unfold for sure that will that will be evolving and you you probably live it because your partner is is our Rob Caldwell from Maine yes stage so you're probably you're you're living it 24 7 too absolutely yeah he's probably working overtime this week he's working overtime everyone and you know that's um a family for me as well i started my journalism career at wcsh news center yeah and um and you know everybody i'm very very good friends still with so many um of the people who work there and 
you know, I know I can speak for all of them too, that it's, it's very, very hard to have to, you know, bring information to the public and, you know, do what they do every day um, right. on, on a, on a situation like this. And they're all feeling all the feelings that we are too, you know, they're feeling all the feelings that mo- most of the people who work in that news department ha- are, are Mainers or they've lived in Maine for a very, very long time. They've called Maine home for a very long time and they're having to live all this while being the ones responsible for, you know, sharing all the information. And I think they're doing a fantastic job. I actually think all the networks are doing a fantastic job. Um, and I think that, you know, you just have to remember that they're human too. And it's, it's really hard. And I think um, they're doing fantastic amazing job of of getting the information out so but yeah because when it happened it happened so quickly and there were so many rumors so the first rumor was you know there are multiple shooters because it happened so quickly because this person despite his mental illness is incredibly organized yeah and you know he he knew or maybe through some mishap of a firing gun he went on to a different place or whatever but he moved very quickly and so the first thing was there. there's multiple shooters and then in multiple locations. That was what I first heard. Mm-hmm. So then, mm-hmm. you know, then we didn't know what was going on, but then through social media, this picture came out. It was the Lewiston police who actually were clever enough to post it very quickly. And, um, yeah. you know, with that, then, then everybody was posting it like, Hey, watch out for this guy. So then he was kind of whatever, whatever he had planned was sort of thwarted in some way. So I have to say, you know, commend all of the people who, um, put put the information out in such a keen time frame, you know, absolutely really probably saved a whole bunch of lives as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So we can only pray that they find him um, and yeah. move forward and and just, you know, every, you know, the kids have been out of school for two days. We're just trying to keep things as normal as possible for them, bring them to the beach, keep them busy. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't explain yep. to my younger son the night before because I thought I'd just let him sleep the night. I think if I told him that nanny was in, in danger, he might have been upset. So I was like, right. we're going to leave it till the morning. And in the morning, I explained to him what's going on. He was very upset, but at yeah. least he got a good night's sleep. And so then, scary, you know, things that we never thought we'd right. have to, that we, or, or, you know, things that we certainly as children never had to deal with. Right. And it's and a different world now. It's like Lewis and Auburn. And I always joke that nothing happens in Lewis and Auburn. It's such a quiet place. People don't even really grow right. up very much. You know, and these poor people who were out, you know, at a bowling league or at Schmeckbergs or whatever the case is, you know, people generally speaking don't go out in Lewis and Auburn. It's not a very populated place like Portland on a on a Monday or Tuesday night. You know, right. Thing. Um, so it's it's really like a bedroom community and it's quite quiet. So for something to happen in such a safe, quiet place, it's really earth shattering really i mean it's devastating yeah. you know um but i i hope that they find him and i hope that they get him the mental health that he needs or the mental care if they find him alive you know that kind of thing absolutely then yeah you are but getting back to portland and portland lifestyles so uh yes. what did you do before you started this magazine so before i started the magazine i was actually i worked well so like i said i do have yep. um a background yeah. in in news and, and TV news and, and um, a little bit in radio, I was an account executive um, for uh, Town Square Media here in Portland um, for a while. And that's where I really, you know, started um, getting uh, very involved in the whole media sales process and learning, you know, about that. And I really enjoyed that process. And so 
when this came to me, you know, it was very familiar um, in that way. The day-to-day sort of process of um, building the magazine looked very familiar. Yeah. Um, but, but um, you know, just, just prior to the magazine, I um, had actually been working for myself um, with a health and wellness brand um, that for over a decade. And, um, but last year, so for most of 2022, I actually had a very um, hard year. I had a situation with long COVID um, that I struggled with. Yeah. For most of the year, um, very, very serious, um, sort of situation with my nervous system, uh, developed after a very mild case of COVID. And so I had to kind of stop what I was doing and really just take time to get better, um, and heal. And I'm actually still doing that. I think, (laughs) you know, healing is a lifelong process anyway, but, um, but I physically am still, you know, I'm almost 99.9% better, but I do have, you know, I have to be careful. I really have to be careful. And this is probably something that I'll have to monitor for the rest of my life. So when Portland City Lifestyle came to me, it was kind of the perfect timing. I was looking for something to do that was um, different that I could sink my teeth into and, um, and be able to do in a way that would help me prioritize my well-being while also be able to make this a successful endeavor. And, um, and so that's, yeah, so it's just, it's worked out very well. And I'm just so grateful um, to have found something that, like I said, not only works for Portland and and the area, but for me as well. And um, we're just getting started. So it's all about that work-life balance, right? And at the same time too, when you do what you love, it's not really work. So you know, it sounds like you're enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. And I, I have, um, amazing, um, advertisers that are great partners. Um, my edit, my editorial coordinator is, um, incredible as well. Her name's Becca. And, um, so, you know, we're just, we're a small team right now, but we're, we're going to be expanding here soon. And, um, like I said, it's just the beginning. So I'm excited to see what's to come. And in terms of content in the magazine, tell me what, what is the, the, I mean, you know, talk to me about a little yeah. bit. That you produce. Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing that really drew me to this opportunity was being able to share content. I think that, um, is just fun, engaging, um, interesting and shows, um, really showcases uh, Portland and Portland businesses, Portland people, um, and tells the story of so many of the great people that are living and working right here in the greater Portland area. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Portland has evolved so much and um, we are living in a different Portland that we did, I think even five years ago, but definitely 10 years ago. And so being able to kind of just share, you know, what's going on? What is Portland all about? Who are the people here? Who are the people doing great things? So it's a lot of, um, you know, like the different topics and lifestyle topics that people living here want to know about and want to hear more about. So, 
you know, food and beverage, what's going on in the restaurant scene in Portland, um, health and wellness, travel, uh, homes and all things home related, you know, any, any lifestyle category that you can really think of, but those are the main ones. We also at Portland City Lifestyle have a big desire to give back to our community and showcase the people that are also committed to giving back to our community. So community involvement, giving back, that's a big topic. And we like to really highlight and show the people in our community that are doing great things for others. And um, so, so that's a, a commitment as well that you'll see sure. in and, and throughout. And all with um, Copy by Design? Mary, not yet. Mary Allen. No, not yet. She's super community minded. I think absolutely community minded. I think of her because she's yep. doing things that you know are reaching out to the community. It's great. Yes, absolutely. Her. I should probably yeah. reach out to her soon and sure. connect with her. Yeah. yeah, she's an amazing lady. And uh, well, that's good. You know, Portland is a great community. It's it's this place that I I always sort of go away and come back to. Right. It's my home away from home. I moved here when I was twenty one. So I've spent most of my adult life, even though I grew up in Lewis and Auburn, I was there until I was 18 and then I've traveled around a bit and in, in between, but yep. it's, it's a great place to call home and to come home to. And it's, it's, up in, you know, it's a wonderful place to raise your children despite the events of this week. Um, yes. Yes. So great. And so, you know, any exciting things going on this Christmas or coming into the holiday season? Well, so for the holiday season, um, so for our December issue, let me see if there's any sort of teasers uh, we can give you for the December issue. Um, for December, we um, are going to be sharing some of the places in Maine that would be a great day trip for, nice. you know, checking out the Christmas celebrations yeah. in different communities in Maine. With Boot Bay um, and those, um, you know, those Exactly. Uh, some yeah, coastal yeah. communities. Yeah, sure. some things that you can be looking There's a forward fun little to thing that goes on in the gunkwood i think the first or second week in december too it's like a little christmas village thing and they all the, the shops get all dressed up oh i know i love i love that that's one of the best right. parts about living here is being able to just hop in the car and right. go down to those you know little celebrations as well right. um so we'll be doing that we'll be sharing some you know holiday recipes we'll be um talking we'll be sharing a gift guide to help you with your holiday shopping so yeah so lots of lots of fun holiday stuff um and then on to 2024 which i can't even believe that yeah. we're already looking at you know we're in the middle of q q4 so i mean it's right now you know, it's so funny i know when you work in media too you're always or even like when i work i worked for southern so southern is so organized and planned and you know like at this stage we were just ticking off boxes for this year and moving on to expectations for early January, you know, that kind of thing. You're always looking ahead, but mm -hmm. that's what happens. I, I like, you know, I like the media. I mean, I liked working for the Phoenix. It was funny because when I worked for the Phoenix in Boston, so I worked for them in Portland for John Marshall, very, yep. very uh, kind of part-time selling a few ads here and there. And then I got to Boston and there was a wine job that I was supposed to get. So I was moving, I was mid move. Someone had my dog, my ex and my kid. And I was just physically moving into my apartment and the wine job pulled out. And they withdrew the oh. and I called John Marshall crying and I was like, you need to help me. And so I ended up working for the Boston Phoenix and I'm very blessed and lucky to have worked for them in Boston. I worked for Mended. She was alive at that time. I worked for his son, Brad and his wife as well. And they were just wonderful people. Oh, and so everybody that I worked with at the Phoenix, you know, went on to do 
kind of different crazy things. Some of them went on to create the Boston Calling Festival, you know, other ones, you know, went on to do other things, but, you know, when the, eventually the Phoenix did dissolve, so everybody moved on, but I met some really incredible people and I had an expect, exceptional time working for them because it was multimedia. Like the Phoenix had all the publications, the Phoenix, and then there was a, there was a, a Hispanic magazine as well. And um, there was a, uh, stuff magazine and all this stuff but then we also had radio and then we had digital so we had like so much stuff to sell. absolutely yeah her block our book was full it was so funny and I never want to sell advertising like that again but it was a fun experience I have to say yeah. oh sure and especially in Boston that must have been right. so fun and where the office was was right next to Fenway Park so we would we would get like somebody come through the office who wants to go to the game <laughs> that was it because we had to the game you know we had always had tickets to the baseball games and there was always something going on either in town or at the MFA or, you know, yep. they were really, really wonderful people to work for. So it was quite fun. But so well, great. I, I, you know, I, I think that there are good things happening here with Port City Lifestyle. I, you know, I'm very excited to see what you guys are going to produce in the next couple of years and months. You Thank know, you. Yes. We've, we've already ex expanded once and we'll be expanding again soon. So that's good. exciting. And um, yeah, we're, we're keep an eye out because we'll be, we'll be growing for sure. Okay. For sure. And so I ask all of my guests this, and I'll ask you, um, what do you love? What do I love about about Portland City Lifestyle or just in, in general? general? In general. Oh, well, you know, I would say right now, um, as we're taping this, it's a beautiful, gorgeous, unseasonably warm um, late fall day. And I am... I've been accused of being a little bit of a sun worshiper. Mm -hmm. um, so I will say I love the sun, the sunshine, the way it makes me feel. It never gets old. Right. Um, and, yeah. And today is like one of those beautiful sure little is. surprise, delicious yep. days that we get. And um, we just try to take in every moment. Right. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really good answer. And so um, before we move on to your song I'm just gonna say um extend a warm heartfelt hello and we love you from to all of the victims families and Lewis and Auburn who are suffering right now to all of the people who are working 18-hour shifts in the hospitals to all the police officers who are working overtime we are here for you we think you know our hearts go out to you and God bless yes. you hopefully he's caught soon so um but um that being said I'm going to ask you for your song I think so. Speaking of the sun, I was kind of thinking about it. I think Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles might be good because I feel yeah, like not only is the sun out today, but, um, you know, it's a little bit of a hopeful song um, where I think people could could need it. And, you know, people are feeling very heavy and dark right now. And so a little bit of sunshine outside and also in the form of a song, I think, could be a little therapeutic. So how about Here Comes the Sun? Perfect. Okay, thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Thank, thank you, you, Melanie. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. I say it's all right.